I'd been seeing a bunch of articles uh, over the last couple of days saying, you know, New York, I think it was New York, but uh, Trump expected to be charged with tax evasion and da 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 da, da. And even as early oh, as yeah. this morning saying it was going to happen on Thursday. I just oh, saw yeah, this. Right, I was hearing right, about that. I saw this right before the podcast started, so I really had a chance to read through it fully. I, I skimmed yep. it. Um, but it looks like typical Trump fashion, all his followers and supporters get screwed, and he walks away scot clean. You know, let, let, clean, me, but. let me uh, let me rephrase that title for you. Trump's CFO did some illegal shit, and Trump didn't. Dude, this is <laughs> Fox. This is on Fox. You don't have to twist I, your own you twisting. You can't tell me that if the CFO did something illegal that Trump wasn't somehow involved or knowledgeable of it. You can't That's tell me that. That's pure speculation there, homie. That's pure speculation. Let me rephrase it. The first employee of Trump ever to be charged with a criminal... Oh, no, wait. The only <laughs> remaining... Employee of Trump that wasn't charged with criminal activity now has been. Like, at some point, you have to just realize that he is as crooked as you can get, and he's really eh, good at shielding himself, what you like, want to like mobsters there. and other things. Right? Like, Look at, I, hey, I've been watching Narcos, and I'm just saying, like, Pablo Escobar uh, was, <laughs> was only charged with minimum drug trafficking. And yeah. Like, it just, at this point, I, I've accepted that we live in a very flawed society where the rich and powerful are not held to the same legal standards as the three of us. So, well, they, well let me, they're just better let me ask you about that. So, I wanted to, well, well, because there's also very elaborate systems of this, that, and the other thing, and some things get quasi-legal and whatnot. Like, it, it gets complicated for sure, but, um, Chris, I've been wanting to ask you kind of about this kind of stuff. So, like, the the Southern District of New York um, Attorney General or whatever it was I believe I, I believe I have the correct station there she she got elected basically on the promise that she was going to prosecute Donald Trump for crimes and she was not specific about what crimes because they don't know what crimes that Donald Trump had committed at the time yet she got elected on that campaign promise and so since then the Southern District of New York has been a hammer in search of a nail at the Trump uh, organizations looking for crimes that they're not aware of and i gotta like i gotta ask you like is how is that fair at all that the that so trump was a very anti-establishment character right especially in new york they took particular offense to him so the establishment came after him looking for crimes and i'm not saying that you know if he if he committed the crime he doesn't deserve to go to jail for it what i'm saying is is that how is that fair that you're that you being the anti-establishment candidate brings all of this down on you when all, when you're just like like how how's that fair? Your political opponents get to not only target you but get elected on the basis of targeting your organizations. How is it I fair believe. that by by putting myself in the national spotlight and bringing massive attention and division to the country because of my actions and to myself that oh, oh, people well, are going so to actively investigate my actions. Every, so every divisive you're telling you're telling me that every candidate out there that's divisive gets to have all gets to have their whole life turned over with a fine tooth comb by the IRS in the Southern District of New York uh, with without knowing that there's a crime. Well, I'm, let I'm, me just say it this way: like first and foremost, if the narrative you gave was is accurate, then yeah, I would agree that's that's unfair. Um, secondly, I'm just going to quickly 
all presidents, anyone who runs for public office, just has to accept their life's going to be turned upside down and they're going to be judged as if they're supposed to be something they're not. And that's just the reality of it. Every single public off, uh, official is a human. You know, who am I to cast the throne, right? The, the, the stone, that type of mentality. But yet we all cast the stone. Finally, to my understanding, and I have to do some review on this because I'm definitely yep, on the spot yep. right now. Yeah, I know you're accepting my premise, so... I, I so believe that's, there that's was okay. a significant amount of suits that wanted to be brought before Trump, but when you're the president, you can't be sued. And so I think there were financial issues, settlement cases, tax evasion, uh, you know, there's sexual assault cases. Right. These things couldn't actually be brought before the president because he was the president. But now that he's not the president, there's now the ecosystem, there's the breathing room to now finally bring suits against him. I think that is where I would imagine she campaigned on, but I could be wrong. But I, I think that's where these suits are materializing. At least that's from the little I've read on it, that's what the left is most likely um, would say. Yeah, and I was I was going to say that too. Is that I had, I had heard that the, all of these different um, charges and investigations were uh, trying to be underway or waiting for him to not be president to get underway because of of exactly what Chris said. So I don't I don't if your premise is true, it is. What I was trying to say before is it's not fair, but it is what you expect when, as Chris said better than I did, entering the public servant realm, that's what happens to you, right? Like, unfortunately, fortunately, however you want to look at it, uh, your entire life is is picked through. And that's kind of the direction that I was trying to say originally. Right. So um, I just, I think it's... I, I, <laughs> let me just say, if I ever run for office, you better believe some... <laughs> Some PR firm is going to have like twenty interns watching every second yeah. of this podcast. You're going to see. Everyone, oh my god! Yeah, they're like, oh, clip it, clip it, clip it. You're going to see. <laughs> plus said he hates paper straws. <laughs> you're going to see at least plus forty views on every single one of our podcasts. Like, hmm, yeah, exactly. Like, well, hey, thanks, you guys. Uh, you guys got us monetized. You pushed us over the hill there. We appreciate yeah. it. Now we don't need this job. So. <laughs> Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, I just I, thought I thought it was I, interesting that the CFO got hit and and Trump didn't. But uh, there's they, everything I saw said they were going to charge Trump tomorrow. So I don't know if that article from Fox was premature or not. Like they may still come out and charge Trump. They just got the CFO today. Right. I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I know they were trying to get him to flip. I got to say, look, if I if if that story again, if we accept the story's premise, uh, like all of the news cycle about it, which I have a hard time doing, but if we accept the premise. Um, that they've been leaning on the CFO and trying to get him to flip on Trump, and he didn't talk. I mean, that CFO's like, as soon as he gets out of jail, hire him for your company, <laughs> because that guy, that guy, you know, it didn't make a deal. No, like, I don't know if there was a deal to make, so maybe that's why he didn't make it. But like, you know, he, know. he didn't flip maybe, on Trump. Maybe the CFO knows that Trump was really close with Epstein and and McAfee, and oh, both of those it. guys were about to flip. Oh, God. So McAfee. 